In today's episode, we're going to talk about Patreon. What is Patreon? Is it something that you should consider to make money with as an artist? Well, stay tuned and I'll tell you all about my experience on the platform. Welcome to Make Money With Your Art. I'm your host, BJ Dell. I'm a freelance artist who took creating art as a hobby and turned it into a full-time business that brings in six figures a year. In this podcast, I'm going to share with you what I've learned along the way to help inspire and motivate other artists like you. So if you want to learn how to turn your creative passion into a successful online business, keep listening. So first off, what is Patreon? I'm sure most of you have heard of it before and maybe even use it yourselves. But for those that haven't, Patreon is a website that allows creators like you to run a subscription content service. Basically, people that like your work, they can pay you a set amount of money each month to receive exclusive rewards and perks. Instead of doing a per month charge, you can also do a per creation charge, but I wouldn't recommend that. Stick to the monthly. And Patreon themselves, how they make money is they take anywhere from 5 to 12% commission a month, plus processing fees, depending on what plan you go with. There's three different plans. And there's a bunch of different creator types on Patreon, just besides artists. Uh, you've got musicians, uh, there's YouTubers on there, you've got writers, podcasters, people that create adult content. It's pretty wide open as a platform. Really, all that being said, though, there's just a ton of artists on the platform. And it seems like as soon as an artist gets even a little bit of a following, seems like that it's time to start a Patreon is how they react. So uh, the cool thing that I do like about Patreon, though, is the option that you can set up tiers. So you have different pledge amounts and this gets your backers or your patrons uh, different access or different rewards throughout the month. So for me personally, like I said, in the intro, I did Patreon. I don't do it any longer, which we'll talk about here in a bit. But I started Patreon back in July of last year, 2019. And when I started, I offered five different tiers. Uh, The first tier that I offered, which a lot of people go with, is just the dollar tier. Uh, Some people do the dollar tier is basically, okay, just give me a dollar because I'm awesome. Thanks. That gets you, you know, the ability to to support me and say that you're one of my patrons. Uh, For me, I did the dollar tier and then granted access to my Patreon Discord server. And then from there, I had a second tier, which was basically the one most people went with. It was kind of the entry level one that was $5 a month. And you got access to that same Discord server, as well as all of the content that I actually posted on Patreon. So if you were a dollar member, just got the Discord, you didn't actually get the access to the posts. And then if you were the $5 member, you got the discord server plus the posts that I made for Patreon. And on there I do weekly updates, um, exclusive video tutorials that weren't actually on my YouTube channel. So I made these just for Patreon as well as monthly live videos. I would do one of those a month and people could hop in and there was chat. Uh, And then the next tier up from that, I had a $10 tier. And with that, you got everything that was with the previous tiers. Plus, you also got an exclusive sticker that I physically mailed out each month. So I would get these stickers printed up. I used Sticker Mule for that. Uh, I'm not affiliated anyway with them. They're not sponsoring the podcast. I don't have any links. But if you guys uh, are looking for somebody to make stickers, Sticker Mule is so dope. I love, love their quality. Just fantastic stuff. And then from the $10 tier, the next one up was the $25 tier. And with that, you got everything in the previous ones. Plus, 
I would film a video review of a piece of art that the patron or the subscriber backer would send me. So basically they would make up a design, say, hey, here you go. What do you think? Can you do a review? Can you give me some tips? It's kind of like what I did with my previous weekly art challenge review videos. If you guys have seen those over on my YouTube channel, it was kind of like that, but with the the guarantee of, hey, I'm going to do the review uh, when people posted, you know, the different designs that they made for that. They might get picked. They might not. This one guaranteed a review that was exclusive. It wasn't posted anywhere. A private link was sent to that backer. And that's what you got with the 25. And then finally, there was a $100 tier. And this was everything from the $10 tier. It didn't contain the video review. Uh, plus, I sent the backer a one-of-a-kind original design with full commercial rights. And this one was fun. I actually had a couple of backers at this level. And as much as I've talked about before, I don't like commissions or client work. This was kind of different because I didn't take requests on this. It would just be something that I decided to draw and then I would send from there. So it wasn't like, hey, can you you know draw this and I want it in this pose and I need this added. It was just kind of a surprise for that person every month. The people that backed me on that level, they were basically... Uh, people that did print on demand, Etsy, you know, Redbubble, all that stuff, then they could use the designs to sell on products for there. And then after Patreon's fees to kind of give you the general look at what I was bringing in uh, every month after the fees kind of averaged around 350 bucks a month on the platform, which not a lot based on all the different streams of income that I have coming in extremely low for that. So, and that's where it kind of fell apart and why I didn't continue with Patreon very long. And it's because partly, number one, that $350, that took a ton of work. So like I mentioned with those previous tiers, I had to draw the design for the stickers. So I would make that every month, had to draw that up. Then, of course, I'd have to get on Sticker Mule. I'd have to pay and order those. I'd have to wait to get those shipped. And then I'd have to buy cards to send them out along with postage for the stickers and the cards. And then I'd have to go and take those to the post office, mail them out when they came in. Then, of course, I had to record and edit and post all the new tutorials and the reviews, as well as making the regular posts and the behind the scenes stuff. And then I had to do the live once a month and get that scheduled in and see. I tried to see what worked the best for the majority of the people that were the backers for the Patreon, just because if I do a live when nobody's around, what good is that? That's kind of one of the draws is to be able to get in there to the chat and be able to talk back and forth. So trying to set that up, it was a lot of work. And for me personally, the one thing that really weighed on me the most from Patreon and doing Patreon was the stress that I felt from feeling like I owed people. And I say feeling uh, because I mean, it was a feeling that I had, but it was more knowing that I owed people. And honestly, there's some artists on the platform that are on Patreon who have no problems with this. And this goes back to that artist ego that I had talked about in previous episodes. I've seen more than my fair share of artists on Patreon who have the attitude of like, Oh, these people, they, they just want to give me money because they want to, and they like my art. My art's making their day better, so I'm owed something by my choice to bless the world with my talent. I don't owe them. They owe me, 
And that is absolutely not the way that I saw it at all. I was super, super appreciative and still am, even though I'm not doing it, super appreciative at that time for all those people that would part with their hard earned money every month to support me on Patreon. And I felt like as a creator and as someone that was on the receiving end of that money, I felt like it was my duty to provide just as much content as I could. The problem with that was I never felt like I was doing enough. The dynamics really changed when I knew that people were paying and the tutorials that I put up on YouTube and even this podcast, they're all free and I can basically do them on my terms. I post basically what I want, when I want. I know I stick to the every Monday schedule with the podcast, but at the same time, like a few weeks ago, I took the week off. Hey, no big deal. Uh, you know, it's all free, so nobody's paying for anything. And I don't feel at the end of the day like I owe anyone anything with the content I put out there. I appreciate you know, everybody's viewership and listenership and all that, but since it's all free, it's kind of a little bit of weight off my shoulders. So like I said, I felt like I was never doing enough, but, and here's the weird part, I felt at the same time like I was doing too much in regards to the amount of people that were seeing it. So of course, you gain Patreons every month, you lose some, some come back after a few months, but I probably had average-wise around 30 to 40 backers at any given time. So uploading a YouTube tutorial, I know that there's going to be thousands of people that are going to watch that video. They're going to see that and putting the same effort into something that only maybe 30 to 40 people are going to see. It was kind of discouraging. And I knew that I could definitely make more of an impact, reach more people you know, by putting that on YouTube rather than putting it on Patreon. So yeah, I, I owed these people because they're so awesome to, you know, back me and want to support me. But at the same time, it's like, okay, there's only 30 to 40 people that are seeing this video that if I put it up for free, thousands of people would watch it. So that was one of the things that I really struggled with uh, and kind of give you the full scoop. My last activity and reward cycle on Patreon, it was back in December of 2019. I actually left the Patreon up for the month of January, I turned off billing though, and leaving it up for the month of January, I made the announcement in December that, hey guys, uh, you're not going to be charged for January. January is going to be the last month that you can basically go back through and catch up on any of the content that you missed, watch any of the videos. I'm going to leave all that stuff up through the end of the month, so that way they didn't miss on anything that they paid for, and that was my end of my attempt at Patreon, the end of January, basically shuttered the doors, last payments were made in December and haven't started up since. So will I try it again? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I would definitely approach it different if I did. Maybe different rewards or different expectations and promises for the backers, like right from the start, right when they're signing up. It's not something that's in the cards right now for me. And I think that there's a lot of different ways to reach people without the stress and pitfalls that I had trying it. And like I said, with the other streams of income that I have, 
they greatly exceed anything that I was making on Patreon. So focusing on those just makes more sense. And then still giving away, you know, free content on YouTube and through the podcast. It just makes more sense for me right now. So like I said, I don't think I'll retry it, but never say never. But what about you? Should you try Patreon? Is it a good way to make money with your art? Number one, this is the one avenue where you're going to have to have a following. In previous episodes, I talked about how you can make money with your art without having a following, without having exposure. We've talked numerous times so far uh, about how niche research and targeting specific niches and designing for the niche is much, much more important in the grand scheme of things, making money with your art than any number of followers that you can have on any platform. Let's make decent money on Patreon. People are going to need to know who you are. Even then, like we talked about before, that's not going to guarantee that you get those people to convert over. We talked about before with the Instagram girl who couldn't sell the shirts. So we've talked about, you know, people on Instagram that have tons of followers and then their YouTube channel doesn't. Talked about people who have tons of followers or subscribers on YouTube, but their Instagram doesn't. Just because one person's on one platform doesn't guarantee that they're going to switch and follow you over to another platform, especially in this case, because you're charging them money. So that's an added kind of card stacked against you in the deck. So I'm recording this podcast. What is it? Second week of August 2020. I have... Right now, over 100, it's like 110,000 subscribers on YouTube. Last year, when I was doing Patreon, I had to look this up earlier. Uh, I wasn't nearly at that number, of course. I hit 20,000 subs back in September of 2019. So when I was doing Patreon, I know it was around the 20,000 mark in September. So out of those 20,000 subs... I said before, I had about 30 to 40 people that happened to back me a month. And that's about what, like two tenths of a single percent. So you can see that's really not that much. Uh, If you've got even, you know, less, we'll say the 20,000, if you've got maybe 5,000 followers on a platform or 1,000, you know, even two tenths of a percent, is it going to be worth even getting just a couple of people over there for the time that you have to put into it. So that's something to consider as well. Of course, you could have better luck than I had. Um, I mean, that converting your audience, that's going to depend on the content creator. Some people do Patreon and make a boatload of money at it. Uh, And, you know, there's other people at the same time I've seen with a ton of followers, like I said, on a platform like YouTube or Instagram. And I'll be like, oh, they said they have a Patreon. Let me hop over and... Same thing as I experienced. They've got pretty much nothing on Patreon. So it's really hard to convert those people. So that's something to take into consideration as well. Which then, of course, creates the issue. Is the money that you're going to bring in, is it worth the work and the time that you've got to put into it? How is that going to happen? Are you going to face those same kind of uh, insecurities that I had and that weight on your shoulder of, okay, I'm not providing enough, but the content that I am providing, it's not being seen enough. Does this all make sense? Just kind of, you know, a few things to consider before making the jump. But if you do decide to do it, 
Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up, here's a tip for starting out that I know a lot of new creators on there might get tripped up on. And the thing is to be careful when you set up your billing on Patreon. There's two different ways that you can set up to charge new patrons when they sign up. And you really, really need to weigh the pros and cons when choosing how you want to do this. So the first one is an immediate charge. So I know it's tempting to do the immediate charge because it's like, hey, they're getting access to all this content. And if they get all this member only access, they should be paying, right? What if, you know, they sign up and they cancel before the first billing date? Patreon charges the first of every month. So if they sign up before the first of the month, what if they just did it to get all this free content and then they're going to cancel? Well, here's the thing. Like I said, they all get charged on the first of the month. And let's say that you've got a new backer that signs up on the 27th of the month. I'm not even going to say what month it is since, you know, they all have different amounts of days. But they sign up on the 27th of the month. They get a charge on that day because you have immediate billing set up. And then they get charged again on the first. So put yourself in their shoes. You can see how that's going to create problems. Like, okay, well, I just signed up and I got charged again. Like I, I just paid you four days or go or three days or two, depending on the month. So I'm sure you can see why this would be an issue. And even worse too, to think about, let's say that they don't sign up for just the basic access tier. Let's say that you do have those extra tiers like I had with maybe the physical rewards then you're going to be in a position where you have to send out the previous month rewards along with the new month when that renews. And I know when I did the physical rewards like the stickers and ordered from Sticker Mule, I would wait till the billing hit, make sure everybody's charges went through and say, okay, this is how many stickers I need to order. I would place the order and that's all the stickers that I would order. I didn't order extras because these were Patreon exclusive rewards. So it wasn't something that I was going to sell anyplace else because, you know, that's one of the bonuses that people get are these exclusive rewards that are only available on my Patreon. So what if you have, you know, that case and all of a sudden they want the sticker for last month and you don't have any more because you only placed an order for what you needed. So like I said, just a few different things to consider and definitely weigh out that the pros and cons of that. Uh, more cons, I would say, with going with the immediate charge. So definitely just do that first of the month charge. But really with all this, I, I don't want to scare you out of doing Patreon. If you're on the fence with this episode, I just I want to give you my experience, some of my kind of insight and background and the, I guess, mindset that I had when I was doing it, some of the things that I had issues with. So hopefully that helped you out today to make a decision. Maybe you can decide to jump into it if it's something that you want to try. But if you're currently doing Patreon and you're listening to this and you're making a significant amount of money, feel free to get a hold of me. Send me an email. You can find a contact form over on my website, bjdell.com, because I'm looking to interview somebody for an upcoming episode of the podcast all about being successful and having some success on Patreon, not looking for anything else right now, just somebody doing Patreon, because like I said, it's one of the areas that I had issues with, didn't make a whole lot of money. So I want to get somebody on that maybe did a little bit better that can give some different insights and a different experience than what I had. So definitely drop me a line if you guys have any experience with that and are seeing some pretty significant rewards. So that's it for today's next week's episode. It's going to be one of those mindset kind of motivational topics 
all about taking ownership of your success. So we're going to talk about putting in the work, stopping the excuses, and not relying or depending on other people to succeed. It's kind of funny, though. This topic, it comes from an email that I got from an artist last week. I'm going to read the email on the episode so you know what I'm talking about. And no, I'm not going to call out the person by name. I can guarantee you, though, they don't listen to the show anyways because of the content in the email. Totally one of those facepalm moments like, you've got to be kidding me. What did I just read? Uh, You're really going to have to hear it to believe it. So you don't want to miss out on that. And last but not least, before we go, started this two episodes ago. At the end of every episode, I'm going to read a review from Apple Podcasts. So if you guys have Apple Podcasts, make sure you rate and leave a review for the show to possibly hear yours read on an upcoming episode. And today's review comes from D Smith 214. D Smith says, great podcast, five stars, love the YouTube series and loving this new podcast. Great content with great advice for artists, aspiring artists, looking forward to more episodes. So thanks so much, D Smith. Uh, If you want your review to possibly be read on an upcoming episode, like I said, leave the review and until next time, keep creating. All right, guys, that's it for today's episode. Just want to thank you for listening. Hopefully you gain some valuable information that you can apply to your own art business. If you want to check me out online, here's where you can find me. And I'll go ahead and link all these in the show notes as well. So I've got a YouTube channel called Let's Draw with BJ Dell, where I post drawing tutorials and digital art how-to videos. If you want to hop on over there, be sure to subscribe and hit the bell so you can get notified when I post new videos. My website is bjdell.com. You can check out some of my artwork over there. Plus, there's a contact form where you can send me any questions or suggestions for future episodes of the podcast. On Instagram and Twitter, I'm at bjdell. And last but not least, I have a private group for artists over on Facebook called Keep Creating a Learn, Draw, Share Art Community, where you can share your art, get feedback, and just meet some really cool, supportive people. So really want you guys to be a part of that as well, too. So hop on over there and join the group. Once again, thanks for listening. And if you could do me a favor and leave a review for the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on, and definitely share it with a fellow artist if you think they would enjoy it. So that's it for me. And until next time, keep creating.